Guadalupe Radio presents the Nutcracker Podcast. Second chapter, The Battle. Tyrants are rarely told that their ill-conceived wars are likely to be catastrophic. Their advisors avoid telling them the truth as they are afraid of them and therefore become yes mice, bobbing and nodding their heads like a wacky wobbler. And so, while the mice and the seven-headed rat king screamed and squeaked in the wildest confusion, the mighty voice of the nutcracker was heard as he gave necessary orders on that Christmas night while Maria watched him after witnessing in terror thousands of little feet in motion and the seven-headed rat king preparing for war. Beat the march, dear drummer. Let's go unafraid. Let's go, let's go. He told the drummer, and he began to rattle and to roll his drum so skillfully that the windows of the glass case trembled and hummed again. Maria saw that the covers of the little boxes in which Fred's army were quartered were bursting open, and the soldiers leaped out and then down again upon the lowest shelf. Nutcracker ran up and down, speaking inspiring words to the troops. I need your help. This is a tragic, unnecessary war, for we stand for freedom. But we will fight to protect our land. Harlequin had grown a little pale and said, General, I know you have courage and experience, and I entrust to your command all the cavalry and artillery. You do not need a horse, for you have very long legs and can gallop yourself tolerably well. He then played his trumpet, stirring the glass case again. Fred's soldiers and horsemen who wore striking and flamboyant uniforms, riding beautiful horses, arranged themselves in long rows across the room, and before them, Fred's cannon rattled along. Zoom! Boom, boom! Boom, boom! It went, and Maria could see how the mice were covered by white powder and caraway seeds. But the mice, unafraid, came nearer and nearer. They pushed on with determined bravery as the Rat King yelled to them, Do whatever you need to do! We can take back this territory that we lost decades ago. Decades ago. Decades ago. It will be returned to us. And we will become stronger and bigger and made whole once again. Hurrah! Hurrah! To battle! Now, Maria could scarcely see what was going on, for the smoke and dust covered the room. The brave, noble troops, composed of tigers and peacocks, china figures and dolls, fought with coolness and courage and determination, but... The enemy penetrated into the square 
and the whole battalion was torn to pieces. Nutcracker's army began to retreat and retired farther and farther and farther until the unfortunate Nutcracker screamed. Let the reserve advance. Harlequin, Scaramouche, Drummer, where are you? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And a few men and women made of sweet thorn and golden faces and helmets fought around awkwardly, tumbling their own officers. Nutcracker, now completely surrounded by the enemy, tried to leap over, and Clara and the old doll Trudgkin could not help him. In wild despair, he cried. A horse! A horse! A kingdom for a horse! The enemy seized him by his wooden mantle, and the seven-headed king rat squeaked from his seven throats, jumping and leaping in triumph. Maria could no longer control herself. Oh, my poor nutcracker, she cried, and without thinking, grasped her left shoe and threw threw it with all her strength straight at the Rat King. In an instant, everything seemed to scatter and disperse. But Maria felt faint, felt a sharp pain on her left arm. Oh, dear. I feel so faint, as if my head was going in circles. It's as if the whole world was going round and round and round. And swooning to the floor, she fainted. When Maria finally woke up from her deep slumber, she found herself lying in her own bed. The sun was shining bright, sparkling through the ice-covered windows in her bedroom. Close beside her sat Surgeon Wendelstern, who said softly, She's awake. Her mother then came to the bedside and gazed upon her with loving looks. Oh, dear mother, are all the hateful mice gone? Is the good nutcracker safe? Oh, do not talk nonsense, you naughty child. You have caused us a great deal of anxiety. And besides, what have the mice to do with the nutcracker? (sighs) That makes no sense. You played last night with your dolls until it was very, very late. You became sleepy, and a stray mouse may have jumped out and frightened you. You broke the pane of glass with your elbow and cut your arm so severely that the doctor had to take a large piece of glass out of your wound. You could have bled to death. Fortunately, I woke up in the middle of the night, and not finding you in bed, I went to the sitting room, and there you laid on the floor, close by the glass case, blood flowing in a stream. I almost fainted away myself at the sight. There you were, on the floor, and scattered around you were many of Frederick's soldiers, broken china, gingerbread men and and, and women, and other playthings. Not far away, your left shoe. Oh, dear mother, dear mother, those were the remains of the dreadful battle between the puppets and the mice, and what frightened me the most was the danger placed on the poor nutcracker. When the mice were going to take him prisoner, I threw my shoe at the mice, and after that, I don't know what happened. 
The surgeon made a sign to the mother, and very softly she said to Maria, Never mind, Maria. Don't worry about it, my dear child. The naughty mice are all gone, and our little nutcracker stands safe and sound in the glass case. Her father, Dr. Stahlbaum, entered the room and spoke for a while with the surgeon. He felt Maria's pulse and said, My dear Maria, you will be obliged to remain in bed for a few days as you still have a fever. But hopefully you will feel quite well and comfortable in just a few days. Your dear mother will read to you some pretty stories and you will see how quickly time passes. Maria felt content, knowing that little Nutcracker had escaped safe from the battle. Sometimes she felt as if she could hear his voice, but did not know if it was just a dream or reality. One evening, she had just finished listening to her mother read the wonderful story of Prince Fakardine when the door opened and Godfather Drosselmeyer entered, saying, I must see now for myself. How is the sick and wounded Maria? Oh, Godfather, you have been very naughty. I saw you as you sat upon the clock and covered it with your wings so that it would not strike loud to scare the mice away. I heard you call out the Rat King. Why did you not come and help us? Me and the poor Nutcracker. It is all your fault that I must lie here sick in bed for days and days. What is the matter with you, dear Maria? What are you saying? But Godfather made very strange faces and said in a monotonous tone, Pendulum must whirl, whirl this way and that way. Clock will strike, tired of ticking all the day, softly whirl, 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 strike, cling, clang, strike, clang, cling, bing and bang and bang and bing, scare away the Rat King. Owl in swift light comes at dead of night. Pendulum must whirl, whirl. Clock will strike, cling, clang, this way, that way. Tired of ticking all the day. Bing, bang, and Rat King scare away. Whirl, purr, purr. Maria looked at Godfather, for he did not look at all as he usually did. He moved his right arm like a puppet pulled by wires, and his eyes looked empty. If her mother had not been present, she would have been very afraid. Fred slipped inside the room and cried, <laughs> Godfather, you're acting like my Harlequin. But their mother was very serious. Counselor, this is very strange behavior. What do you really mean by it? Uh, gracious me. Well, have you forgotten my pretty watchmaker song? I always sing it to all sick patients as Maria here. Do not be angry with me. If I did not pick out the Rat King 14 eyes, it could not be. But instead, I have something very lovely for you. A beautiful surprise. He put his hand in his pocket and slowly drew something out. It was the Nutcracker with his lost teeth nicely placed back in and his chin well set and sound. Maria cried out, Oh, my beautiful Nutcracker, my wonderful friend. Look how handsome and dashing you look. For Maria saw the beauty in the inside over what is on the outside. <laughs> 
See now, Maria? Godfather is always kind, and he truly meant well. You must confess, Maria, that the Nutcracker is rather deformed, and his face is not exactly handsome. His ugliness came to be hereditary in the family. If you wish, I will tell you the story of Princess Pearlypad and the Krakatuk Nut, and of the Lady Moserines, and the very skilled watchmaker. Well, I hope, my dear counselor, that your story is not scary, as those that you narrate are usually very frightening. On the contrary, I have a very, very merry, merry story. Oh, Godfather, please. Godfather, Godfather, please, please, please. I want to hear it again. The children cried joyously, and the counselor stroked his beard and with great enthusiasm and imagination began to tell the story of the hard nut. The children sat quietly and used their ability to see what is unseen. For the spirit of imagination is magical and marvelous and opens your mind to endless possibilities. End of the second chapter. The Nutcracker Podcast is an original production by Guadalupe Radio. Based on E.T.A. Hoffman's story and Tchaikovsky's suite. With special performances by Ari Dario, Seamus Deaver, Erika Ortega, Sal Lopez, Efraín Figueroa, Cynthia Dane, Andres Londono, and Denise Blasor. Graphic designer, Marta Naranjo. Recordings, Rafael Valdez and Gerardo Nevares. Editing by Juan Matos. Original music, Laurent Akem. Script, production, and direction, Denise Blasor. Executive producer and director, René Heredia. The Nutcracker.LA. All rights reserved.